Hey guys, it's Julie Salat. How are you? Welcome back to the channel. I'm thrilled that you are here. Welcome back family. I just wanted to give you a quick video tonight um, because I missed you guys and I actually am starting a brand new training. Um, if it's your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'm trying to grow the channel and I thank you guys all for your comments. Do leave me a comment because I respond to each one no matter what. So I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that so many of you are getting so much out of these. Um, and if, it's, if it helps you to move forward, then that's exactly why I'm doing it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for participating. Thank you for watching. Okay, a couple of just a quick things. Um, I do have a cash app. If you'd like to donate to the channel, that'd be greatly appreciated. That's below in the box. I also have three links up for you. Um, one is to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis um, as an energy healer, because I'm an intuitive healer, a channeler, a seer, also an animal communicator. I connect with animals that are here or that have passed on as well as people. Um, if you'd like to have just a single session for an animal reading as well, just go ahead and look, look below. There's a link there. And also I do have three and six month ways to work with me. And I have to say that probably the three and six month are better ways to work with me. You can certainly just try me out for like, you know, a one-time try me session. But the thing is that it takes time to transform. As I was speaking to one of my clients tonight, I was telling him, you know, we're basically moving from, as I've said before, from the choice of fear or faith. You're at the crossroads in between. And really, you know, God, spirit is saying, do you want to go towards fear? Do you want to go towards faith? What do you want to do? Because you have free will. You can do whatever you like, right? And the, the difference is that if, you if you've been choosing faith for a very long time, which a lot of us have, we get very used to it. We know it. We know that's not going to be fun. We know what to expect. We know the landscape really well. And we understand even subconsciously that as we make this decision, um, things won't come to us. <laughs> you know, the world's not going to be better for us or light up the way we really want it to. Because obviously why? Because we're choosing fear and not faith. Whereas if you choose faith, it's always that door. Like I've said before, um, you have the two doors. And one door is the fear door. This is over here. And this door looks familiar. You know what's on the other side. It's a dead end. It's a cul-de-sac, if you will. It's not going anywhere. Every time you go in that door, you come out quicker and you come out more in disarray. You lose some of your love, your honor, your integrity, your joy in your life. The other door, however, is kind of a mystery door, right? So in this door over here for the fear door, you know what's behind it. You've, you've seen it. You've walked it many times and you've asked for a different way. The, the, the other door is the faith door. Now it, behind this door, there's going to be an opportunity and it might not look like anything. It might be so small in your mind. You'll be like, I don't even know why I even opened this door. Like it's that small. So what you're not realizing is all the good stuff that's behind that door that you can't see. So, you know, the other door, you can see all the way through. You can see it's a cul-de-sac. You know, it's a dead end. You know, you're going to be unhappy on the whole journey. But this other door, it may look okay and normal on the front, but behind it, there's beautiful light with a beautiful party. People are lovely. There's so much good stuff going on. People are lifting each other up, helping each other. And there's also connections and abilities that you have that will come from opening this door because you're going to get favored 
because you still open the door that you did not know what was behind it, right? Does that make sense to you? I hope. But what you don't realize is on the surface, it looks very plain. And also you don't know, there's a big question mark. What's behind this door? Is it a monster? I mean, could I die, right? And no, you don't know the answers to those questions. But what you don't see is all of the ways that spirit can connect you to other people for your mission or for your cause, for your new business, for whatever you're starting up, right? It can include new collaborations, new other teachers to work with and help you. So it's really about you looking at these two doors and making an active decision to say, I choose faith. I choose faith. I choose faith. Until that gets so strong that you're not even thinking about the other door anymore. But right now you're fighting it because you've been going down the fear through that doorway for a long, long time. And now I'm trying to get you to change up your thinking and the way you do things and think more positively and start expecting good from the world. Trust the process. Trust God, trust spirit, trust your higher self, right? Trust that it's all going to be there for you. That's super important. If you only look for the bad things, that's what you'll attract. That's what you'll expect. And that's what you'll get. If you only look for good things, that's what you'll see. That's what will come towards you, right? And it's a whole new world. It's exciting. So I'm super happy for you. Um, What's different this time is I am, I've already called in my archangels. I've asked God to help me. Um, what's different now is I have been asked for a very long time to teach the spiritual laws. Did you guys even know that there are spiritual laws that run the universe? I didn't even, I mean, I, we all have seen the secret or we knew about it. We heard the law of attraction and a lot of you might've been hooked on it, but then all of a sudden lost interest, or maybe you're one of those people who thought, no, that never worked for me. I never liked it. And I'll tell you why they only gave you one small piece of the puzzle. There are a lot of laws, right? This one particular law, the law of attraction, yes, it does work. It's a law, but there's a lot more to it. And they tried to kind of give you just the tip of the iceberg. And for you to be effective at it, you need to know about the other laws and how they work with this law and how you yourself would work with it best, right? So for that reason, I'm not going to go into the law of attraction, okay? But what I do want to do is I want to start today. I'm super excited. You guys are the first ones. So awesome. Super psyched. We're going to talk about the spiritual laws of the universe. Okay. Now, I will also do some channeling for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with some spiritual, the spiritual law. And I'm going to actually, this is for life path number seven. Um, We don't do uh, astrology here. We don't do Zodiac. This is off numerology, which I've always been fascinated with. And I love my Zodiac too. It's just, I find this to be different and nobody was really looking at this. And I thought, I've always looked at life path numbers. I think I'm going to go this way because, you know, (laughs) we always want to be different over here, right? Um, But I've called in my team and I just would like you to take a very deep breath um, and put your hand over your heart and just think about opening your heart every time we take a breath to positive, beautiful energy. So take a deep breath in and think about your heart opening and then let it out and take another deep breath in, just opening your heart, making it big as a stratosphere, how wonderful it is that you've got like a childlike curiosity with you and your heart is right next to you. Take a deep breath in to support your heart 
and let it out. You are fully protected. You are fully loved. Again, somebody doesn't want me to get this message out. Excuse me. This is the second video this happened before. I'm so sorry. I was fine before. When I started talking on the um, number 11s I did just the other night, this happened to me. I, I all of a sudden felt like I couldn't speak correctly. Like there's a frog in my throat. <clears throat> I believe that's because we are all on a, a transformational path right now. No matter where you are, no matter if you're just starting out in your spiritual walk, if you're in the middle and you've been doing it for a while, or if you're a master, I look at it as we're all learning and we're at different spots in our journey. Some are beginners, some are intermediate, some are masters. It doesn't matter where you are. The earth has said enough, you guys, I need a break. And that's why this whole pandemic came into play. I I truly believe that. She could not take any more um, negativeness from us, the humans, killing each other, killing animals, um, really destroying the earth. She's like, I'm stopping everything right now. And I totally believe that God has a hand in this. And by the way, you can call him Lord Shiva. You can call him um, anything you want. He doesn't care as long as you call him. That's what he said to me. So at this time, we are all being asked to step up. This is a global pandemic, the likes of which we've never seen before. I'm coming to you in May uh, 11th, 2021 at... 1218. So your job is to awaken and to start being that child again and have curiosity about what you want to happen in the future, how, what like a legacy you'd like to create and leave for others. But also it goes back to the original settings that we had as humans before we got our phones, before the internet, before we didn't even talk to each other, we just texted all the time. We had to communicate with each other. And it's really important that you guys understand that this is, this is a place where really, to be honest with you, your soul is in jeopardy. Um, The soul of everyone you love is in jeopardy. The earth is in jeopardy. Why? Because we're coming towards the end of days, whether you believe in God or not, whatever you believe, um, we need to wake up. Basically, spirit is asking all the light workers to wake up and wake up now. I need your help. I can't do this myself, as I always say. And plus, I really want you to just shine your light because I can tell you from being offline and off path for so long, I was miserable. I was deflated. I felt like, man, just life sucks right now. Nobody could help me. I just could not get any rest, any sleep, any peace because I knew there was something more for me. I just didn't know how to get there. And on top of that, I had the lack of belief in myself. What you say to yourself matters so much. If you find yourself saying throughout the day, stupid things to yourself, like that was stupid. Why'd you do that? You're an idiot. Anything, even just like that, You are giving that power, that negativity power over you. You don't want to do that. You want to stay within your power, in your flow state, and you want to stay being your authentic self, 
and shining your light and helping others. As I say, this is a win, win, win for everyone. It's a win for you. It's a win for the planet and it's a win for who you're helping, right? So back it up a little bit more. So we go by life path numbers. This is for life path number seven. Each life path has a word that describes them. It has the positive attributes and, you know, not negatives, but things we might want to work on kind of the shadow side of your life path number. I will read that to you in a second. You do get your life path number by your birthday. This is not my exact birthday. Let me just put that out there again. Um, I'm just going to take October 25th, 1983. It's not my birthday. Uh, October, it's you just add up the numbers for your your month, your day, and the year you're born. So for example, October is a month is the 10th month out of 12, right? So you'd add up one plus zero equals one. If you were born on the 25th, two plus five equals seven. And if you're born in 1983, one plus nine plus eight plus three is 21. Then those three numbers you add up again, okay? And those three numbers together give you um, the, the, the lowest number, which is an 11, okay? I'm a master life path number 11. You guys are sevens. Now, let me just read you a little bit just as a refresher real quick. You guys are the seekers. I love you guys. You're amazing. You love to seek wisdom and knowledge, which is why reading is so important to you. You're very spiritual people. Um, studying is very important to you. You love to study. You love alternate realms of spirituality. You're a very observant person who looks deeper into things to find reasons or motivation as to why people do the things they do. Um, you're very mysterious. Uh, you have a select number of friends. You're very introverted. Um, you love writing and research, uh, law, history. These are all things you'd be very, very good at. Some of the things that you need to be aware of, you might not be aware of, is that you need silence to regain your strength. Just like me, as an 11, you can go about your day, but you need time somewhere, either at night or during the day, to just recharge with no one around. And you can just either meditate or get into that state of flow where you feel accepted and loved for who you are and the beautiful being that you are, okay? Um, now, you can be perceived, this is a shadow side, as overly analytical because you're suspicious of everything, right? Um, and you kind of, you have a shadow that lies in the mistrust of, mistrust of the self. Um, and you're actually seeking wisdom far and wide. But what's happening is the answers are all within you, right? They're all right here. You just don't know that yet, or you refuse to see it that way. Um, you are kind of an introvert. You can be recluse. You can be aloof. Um, you're prone to self-sabotage and imbalances. It's like an 11. Um, you try to achieve mental and soul clarity at all times. That's very important to you. Balance, harmony, very important to you. Um, and before you accept any type of knowledge, you try to analyze it and just try to find out what's going on behind the scenes, right? So this is all part of who you are, what makes you you. Um, your chief negative traits may be your deep mistrust of others, and you're a little bit self-absorbed and self-controlling. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, very, but very little escapes your acute powers of observation. You excel in technical um, abilities and science. You're gifted at research and discovering the truth. You guys are the seekers. So 
I wouldn't suggest anyone lying to you. You probably don't play like that. And you're a lot like us 11s. So what are, I'm going to be teaching you the spiritual laws of the universe. I find it so interesting that we go through life and they teach us all about these things. Some of which you use and some of which you won't. Like I'm not a math person. I hate math. I hate it. Uh, I don't even know how I did, did what I did through college and high school because I hate it so much. But, you know, everybody needs it at some point. But do we really need like calculus? I don't think so. Anyway, side note. But for a lot of us, nobody's ever told us that there either are spiritual laws in the universe or that we should try to use them. Okay. But what, what I'm going to do is start teaching you the laws of the universe. There are four different sets of laws. Let's tell you what they are. And I'm going to work on one law a week. And I thought what I do is if you think the content is cool, I'm going to actually give you a way as a seven as to how to best work with this and what, what might show up for you if you start using it, like what might be the negatives and the positives. So the spiritual laws of the universe, what are they, right? I'm going to read this to you. All humans incarnate to experience life in a physical body. Like I always say, right? You are a limitless divine being, spark of God, but you're living here in the 3D, right? Third dimension in a human world and human body. The earth is the place where we learn our lessons in the form of situations, life events, and particular people. It's, it is the way in which we deal with our life circumstances that determine whether or not we pass these tests. The aim of everyone who incarnates on earth is enlightenment or ascension which is total mastery of all the lessons offered. This may take many lifetimes to achieve our goal of ascension. Often our soul will want us to return to earth to meet the same people and experience similar experiences and situations in order to relive the challenge or to complete unresolved issues. Universal laws are rules or patterns that can be applied to everything in the universe. It's useful and important to know these laws simply because of the universal, I can't say that word, universally, universality, sorry guys, of their application. Okay, so basically these are laws, okay, that were created by something way bigger and smarter than us. They've been around since the beginning of time, since the dawn of time. They, they are rules. I know a lot of you don't like rules. I don't like rules either, but they cannot be changed. They cannot be bargained with. They are rules. That's it. Okay. So it behooves you as a person living on planet earth right now to learn these laws and then to work within them because it's always, you know, as it is above, so is it below. Whatever you see within your world right now, wherever you're living, the people in your life, that's all because of what you called into your, to, towards you. And that's all because of the vibration that you're sending out into the universe. That's what you're resonating with. Remember, a lot of the stuff is subconscious, but a lot of it isn't. I am, there are four types of universal laws. Okay. There are the universal laws. There are four categories, the basic laws of life, the laws of creation, the laws of higher awareness, and the laws of higher frequency. Those are the four sets. We're going to start with the, I'm not going to do the law of attraction because I said that's been overkill. I'm going to start with 
a spiritual law of request. Okay. I'm starting off with the basic laws of life. All right. Let me get a drink here. Okay. Guys. <clears throat> the spiritual law of request. This is so simple. Under the spiritual law, if you want help, you must ask for it. Remember how I told you, I don't know if you remember this, but I've said to you in the past that what happens is you can have your ancestors around you. You can have your spirit totem animals around you. You can have your archangels around you. They all need to be asked by you to come into your life and to help them, to help you. So in other words, when I call on Archangel Michael, please be with me now. Archangel Uriel, please be with me now. Archangel Gabriella, please be with me now. Archangel Raphael, please be with me now. Archangel Metatron, please be with me now. Thank you all so much for being here and for watching over my wonderful, beautiful Life Path 7s. Please do, I give you permission to help me and guide me with what they need to know. Thank you so much. I've given them permission to help me on my task. So it's not just enough to call on them. You actually have to invite them in and open the door for them to come through. If you do not do that, they'll just look at you with love, but they can't help you. This first one, the law of request, teaches us to ask when our souls are ready with clarity and intention it is our personal responsibility to ask for the things we need in our lives. So for all of you that are sitting down right now and saying, you know what? I don't really want to be a bother. I don't want to raise my hand. I feel like um, asking for help is a weakness. I felt that way my entire life. It's not. It's a tool in your toolbox and it can be one of the most powerful tools you freaking have. Bar none. Use this tool. Let it loose into the world. Okay? Because when you ask for and for help, right? It's just like when you're ready, the teacher appears, same thing. Ask for help. And don't ask when you're so far gone. Like it's kind of like with a migraine, you got to catch it early. The earlier you catch it, the better off you are that you can kick it. The more time you let go by ignoring it, it doesn't get better, it gets worse. Okay, so you need to ask. I would, if I was you, I do this every day, I, every single day usually twice a day, I ask the archangels, I have always ask God, obviously spirit to be with me. I ask all of my ancestors to come through. Thank you so much. I'm going to ask your ancestors to come through. Thank you so much. And I also ask for any animal wisdom or all of my totems to come through to give me messages. Okay. With the law of request, this is very important. We are not to impose ourselves upon others. If you push yourself upon someone who hasn't asked for your help, you, you then prevent them from sorting out their own situation for themselves. Also, when you force your help or advice onto someone, you bear the karma if it goes wrong. Okay, so it's, it's considered very bad manners to rush in and uninvited, and most likely your help will be ignored or unappreciated. You know, of course, if someone's drowning, you help them. But when you, in other words, if I'm meant to learn a lesson and I'm not getting it and I'm going around and around and around until I, 
think I got it now, but it's a lesson that gets you very upset. You don't recognize it as a lesson until it shows up for, I don't know, all the 10th, 20th time or over years, many times until you finally go, Hey, I think I've seen this before. And every time I did this and that never got me anywhere. Again, I chose the fear door. Let's choose the faith door this time and see what happens. You have to ask them for help. Lord, I ask you for your help. Please come in and help me today. Please show me what I need to see. Show me what I'm not seeing. Show me what I'm missing. Okay. But if I was trying to learn something and I couldn't quite get it and you swooped in with the information, I'd be like, hey, thanks. Or I might be like, thanks. I just about had that. I've been trying to work on this like for two days. You bear that karma now. See, you don't know this unless you know how the laws work. And you don't want anybody else's karma but your own because karma's real and it will kick your butt. Trust me on this. I've seen it. So don't be so quick to give people answers that you think are helping them. Sometimes this is a lesson that they really need to learn badly because they've been going around the same mountain over and over and over again. Until spirits like, you're going to keep doing this until you learn this lesson, no matter how painful it is. So asking for help, I always thought was like weak. I don't want anybody to see me weak. Guess what? Asking for help is super smart because there's nothing weak about it. It's recognizing that you are somewhere where you feel either unprepared, out of your depth. You need help. You can't find the answer right? Reach out for it. If you were involved in a difficult situation at work or in your career, the experience and learning you gain from dealing with the problem and overcoming it may be the perfect stepping stone you need to move on in your career. As I just said, this is the stepping stone because you have to learn something, right? It teaches you new skills and prepares you for your promotion. You wouldn't appreciate it if someone leaped in front of you and took over without asking permission, as that would be interfering and it would block you from being ready for the next position. In the spiritual realms, no angel, spirit guide, or higher being is able to interfere with your life choices. Instead, they will watch, stand by with patience and compassion and watch you making a mess of your situation. They will come in and save you if it's not your exit point, God forbid. There are times when it's appropriate to ask them for help, your spirit guides and angels. As soon as you are ready to ask for help, you are ready to receive it. You are ready to accept the wisdom that goes with it, right? The answer most often lies in the question. And the more clarity you have in your question, the fuller the help you'll receive. I know you probably heard that before. Don't go ask for like, you know, as I say here, some people are constantly crying out, when, what, how, when will I make more money? When will I be famous? When will I be able to stop working, right? When will I find that person that treats me great? But you want, you want to really answer these questions, but these are demands, right? Rather than questions. It comes from a place of desperation and neediness rather than a centered open place, which is why I had you open your heart in the first place, okay? The person who is steadfastly walking the spiritual path goes within to find answers. As soon as you're ready to know something, the teacher will appear to provide it. This may be in the form of a book, 
a person, a TV show, a magazine article. It can be anything. It could be a dream. The universe is waiting to help you. All you have to do is ask. So really, I ask you this. I'm sure your life is not perfect. I'm sure you have things you're working on. Why have you hesitated to ask for help in, in the first place? Put that in the comments. Why have you hesitated to ask for help? Writing this down. Why have you hesitated to ask for help? I'm getting something about weakness really strongly. Didn't want to look weak. But let's let's look at that for a minute. How will you how will you look weak? Because you asked and I didn't, so I'm the badass. Stupid. No, maybe you figured it out faster than I did that number one, you need help. Number two, you don't want to do the same old, same old and go down the faith, the, the fear door, right? And get stuck, come back around, same thing over and over. And if I'm being quiet, it's just because I'm hearing from a spirit right now and my guides and your guides. And they're showing me, this sounds going to sound funny, but it's for somebody out there. They're showing me someone who every year goes to this carnival and they try this ride, they try to get on it, but they're too scared to. So they really want to do it, but they can't face it. They, they feel as though if they get on something very bad is going to happen. In other words, you know, they could die. They'll be just, it's not going to be a good, good thing for them. So although they really want to do it, they're afraid. And that keeps them from enjoying life. It creates a huge block in every area of their lives. Because this one thing means so much to them. I don't know why again, but I've been somebody who um, is ice skating. I don't know why I get that. You need help. You need somebody to coach you or you need a different coach a different trainer. You have lost your faith in the one you have. I know this is very specific, but I'm seeing it for people that go to the gym too. It's just like a diet, right? Like last year, I started working out six days a week. I lost a bunch of weight. I'm still going six days a week. Changed everything I ate. But here's the thing. Now I've been plateaued out for like a good few months now. Now I'm kind of like, all right, something needs to change right? What can I figure out? That's where you reach out. You, you know, you reach out to a loved one. You say, you know, can you hook me up? What, what do I need to do to get the needle to move on my weight? Now, in that instance, I think asking for help is perfectly acceptable by everybody. So why do you feel that asking for help, either in your marriage, in your relationship, in your career and your profession is weak because why I look at back to the boss that you asked the question, just saying, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Shows you're very smart and you want to learn. Hold on a second. Answers, ancestors, please tell me what else you'd like me to communicate to your people.
they're actually just telling me that some there's a lot of you out there who have tried for so long to get it right. You have tried for decades to get it right. They're like, Julie, they've been trying. This is not new to them. And they've been losing every single time because they've started out and then they have a self-limiting belief or fear come up that they can't get around. They just can't get around it. They can't get past it. And it comes up again and again and again. And they literally still want to ask for help. Does that sound familiar? I'm just, I'm a stubborn person too. I was that person too. Until I realized that it was not, it was a strength. It takes a strong person to ask for help, right? So I'd like you to think about it a little bit differently. How does the Life Path 7 best work with spiritual law of request? You are overly analytical and suspicious. You are prone to self-sabotage. You're shadow lies in the mistrust of others. You're seeking wisdom and help from others, not believing or truly understanding that the answers are within you. Did I get a hell yeah? This is what's happening. You're seeking wisdom and help from others, and you're not believing or trusting that the answers come from within. Your greatest asset is your agile mind. Yet you appear self-absorbed and aloof to others. It's the way you come across. You're afraid of a deep subconscious inner knowing that you are not enough. That's why this is happening. If you raise your hand, you think people will look at you. He's stupid. She's dumb as a box of rocks. How could she ask for help for this? This is stupid. Well, everyone else gets it. What's the problem here? But what you don't understand is that one, they have no bearing on your life. Unless they're paying your bills, don't worry about them. Two, you have the capacity for limitless capabilities and transformation within your own life and to help others. But you must be informed and you must be ready. And you're not, and you're neither of those things right now. To do that, they're saying you must ask for help. Remember how I said at every level in your life, when you're going to ascend, ascending is a bunch of steps leading up higher and higher and higher. They come with tests. And every time there's a test, you're literally going to be asked to give something that you don't want to give every time. <clears throat> it can be giving your heart. It can be giving some money. It can be showing up like you've never showed up before in front of a camera. It can be speaking to an audience. It's going to be something that you don't want to give up because you don't feel prepared or good enough or ready enough. But spirit says you are. And if that's true, then you are. 
So you're going to get in your own way and you're not going to ask a question. But if you think that all the way through, you need the answer to do well at your next session with a client or speaking engagement or talking to a consultant. And it's only going to help you. It's going to make you smarter, which in turn will allow you to raise your rates. It will expand your consciousness. So instead of thinking of it as as something that's really difficult and hard, think of it as easy. I'm just asking a question. That's it. Super profound, super easy. You love to seek wisdom for all except self. You're afraid of a deep subconscious inner knowing that you are not enough. And I wrote, this is bullshit. If you have a deep mistrust of others and self, you will always feel alone. And I know because I always was that person. But I changed that. I'm starting to change that in a big way. And you should too. Because we're not alone. And even if you're an introvert and you have just a very small circle of people that you know, that's okay. You don't have to have 25 people in your squad. You can have one, right? To change this process, this thought process you have about asking, exercise your deep faith. And I want you to ask for help. Stop looking for the next best thing to happen. Look for the great things and expect them to happen, okay? Begin to trust again. I expect things to work out for me in an awesome way. I expect it. I expect to see greatness all around me at all times. I expect to be great myself. It's not about not wanting to ask for help. It's about not wanting to look weak in front of others. That's what it's about. If we can be completely honest with each other, which I am right? You don't want to look weak. And I get that. But trust me when I tell you, you won't look weak. You're going to get, it's like, if I struggled with something for nine years and I couldn't figure it out and then finally I figured it out, don't you think that that knowledge that I have would go for a very high price if I wanted to sell it? Of course it would. Because it took me nine years to get it. But now I can give you the answer in the second, in one minute. Why? Because I took nine years of my life and figured it out. Or And God helped me. My archangels helped me. My animals helped me. And I can tell you, and in one minute, that could change your whole perspective and change your life. But that piece of information is expensive because it's part, this is all part of your foundation. If I had asked for help, it probably wouldn't have taken me nine years. Maybe it would have taken me too, right? I don't want that for you. Don't be stubborn as a mule like I was. I, I'm still stubborn, but I'm, I'm really working at seeing things in a different perspective because it's not all about us and our perspective. It's about other people as well. It's not about you not wanting to ask for help. It's about you not wanting to look weak in front of others. And when you ask for help, you won't look weak. You'll look smart. Trust me, you will. Every time you miss or don't learn a lesson, okay, you must try again, okay? And spirit will give you another opportunity to move forward. 
So instead of going around the same mountain over and over, why not just surrender, ask for help and keep it moving? That's it. Employ grace for yourself and others. No judgment, no weakness. The universe is waiting to help you. All you must do is ask. And you, my beautiful people, you sevens, are amazing people. You dream big. You live big. You love big. This can turn your whole world very quickly. So I'd really like you to meditate on what you would want to ask help for. Okay. So what would you ask help for? What's the question? And then what's the, and the answer needs to be clear. Okay. And a good question. Right. Um, and then how will that help you once you have that information and knowledge? How will that change your life? Okay. Anything else, ancestors? There's some of you listening to this right now who want to do exactly what I do. You want, you're saying to yourself, I wish I could heal others. I wish I could heal myself. I wish I could travel to different realms. I wish I could hear from God himself. And you can. I wish... I wish I could talk to people or animals that have passed on or to God or spirits the way that I do. And that you could just do it and there it would be. Well, listen, I got to tell you a perfect example. One of my first clients was someone I met online who had a horse. Obviously, this is my horse too, so I'm, I'm big on horses. The horse was in Spain. I can talk to energy's energy, right? You can talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime, even if they've crossed over, if you have the ability to tap into their signature um, energy. And she said, you can do that. You can just tap in and find the horse and talk to him. And I'm like, huh? What? I'm like, I really do better if they're in front of me. No offense. <laughs> She's like, no, no, you, you can do this. I'm like, okay, right. Like, can I just get a picture? Sure. So I had, I decided I would have a curious childlike heart, right? And I went home that night. I went to meditation and I asked, I have a horse, beautiful horse in front of me. I had his name. And I asked, introduced myself and started asking questions the owner wanted me to ask. Like, what's wrong with your foot? Is it going up your leg? Do you have pain in your hip too? Or is it just your feet? And do you know that that horse talked to me just like I'm talking to you? And I was just floored and ecstatic because I had completed a task with my gifts. But I asked, how does that happen? Because I don't see that happening in my world. Like, I can't put this together with my 3D mind. And they said, this is something you have to see and feel with spiritual eyes, right? And your spiritual body. You're not in 3D. You're not picking up the phone 
and texting or calling. This horse is far away from you. Doesn't matter. This horse can speak with you. Just I'm talking to you now. But also you must believe it. You have to leave an opening for the truth to come through when you ask a question. Because if you don't, then you're just asking and it's just a waste of everyone's time. There are a lot of you that know they want to raise their hands, but they're so scared of looking stupid. But it's more than that. There's something else here. Hold on. What would that be? People making fun of you from the past. I just saw my flashback, my own flashback. People not understanding you, being misunderstood, common theme, but it's not fun. That creates um, being alone, feeling different by yourself, the opposite of what you want. But here's the thing they just told me. When you ask, if you ask the right person, you'll be able to learn from a master who's already mastered. Like again, what took me nine years to get through, I can tell you in a minute, you'll get it. You'll start to run with it. And if I work with you, you'll have it and you'll master it. It's like teaching someone to fish versus me just telling you like how to, you know, bring them in. Instead of me just going and getting you a fish, I'm going to teach you how to fish so you can do it every day. It's a skill you can use all the time. Let's see what the um, tarot cards, uh, not tarot cards, the spirit animal cards. So they had a bunch come out. Five came out. Five is my lucky number. This was the last one. I shuffle these cards. I swear I do. The first one you got was pig spirit. Use your mind wisely. This is pig spirit. It's a beautiful card. The pig has wings. Yes, he does. Super, super cute pink pig. Pink pig. Say that fast. Pink pig. Let your mind, use your mind wisely. That means be open to new possibilities. If you're, if you're blocked off and closed, you will never ask for help. And even if you do ask for help and they give you an answer, you might not believe it. You might not be satisfied with it. You might gloss over it. Be open like a child. Let them help you. They are of the ninth, eleventh dimensions. All they're they're so far above us with wisdom. It's not even funny. We're like seriously dra- dragging our knuckles along. But be open to what spirit has for you. Spirit has a plan for you. Everything right now that you're facing, you're going to overcome. All you have to do is don't look at this with emotions. They're saying, look at it with no emotions. You, they have, someone out there has an answer for you and you need that answer. Go find it. That's how a lot of people come to me. They just say, you know what? You have answers. And I know you do. I'll be like, yep, I do. So help, help someone out. I'm like, okay. Then you got elephant spirit. Learn from the past. I love elephants. On the list sometime this year, we have an elephant close to where I live. I want to go see him. 
for her. I don't know which it is. I have loved elephants my entire life. I've always wanted to go to Africa. Have any of you guys actually met an elephant? Please comment and let me know if you did. Let me know how it was. Learn from the past. We all know that elephants have very big minds. They learn from the past. They don't forget things. When one elephant has passed away, they all go up to the carcass and they touch it as if they're having, they're in mourning. Learn from what hasn't worked in the past. And by that, I mean, what hasn't worked is you've gone down the fear cul-de-sac, if you will. Instead of taking the faith door, which is where all the magic happens. You also got wombat spirit. I've never gotten that before. Maybe once. Be at home. Be at home. Be at home. Be at home no matter where you are. Meaning, you know how you love to research things and how comfortable that feels for you? Make asking the wise questions comfortable for you as well. Just make it so. And it doesn't have to be hard or drawn out or lengthy. Just say, you know what? I just decided it's going to be fun and easy. That's it. Why? Why? How come that happens that way? Can you help me out with that? Super, super easy. Buffalo spirit, the abundant universe will provide. I don't make this stuff up. The abundant universe will provide. There's more than enough to go around. And lastly, dove spirit, beautiful white dove, be at peace. Actually, be peace. Be peace to others. Believe in yourself. Make this super easy, right? The abundant universe is yours. There's more than enough to go around. Let's get out of that scarcity consciousness. Step into the light. Be at home with wombat spirit. Wherever you are, be at home. Be at home with the decisions you've made about yourself. Be at home deciding that it's okay to ask someone the why. Learn from your past mistakes. Don't keep going down that fear corridor, that door. Go down the faith door. Use your mind wisely. I think you're strong enough now and sure enough now of yourself and your capabilities to start asking these questions. And if you aren't, the more that you ask, the more you learn, you will be faster. All right, guys, I hope this helped you. I hope you like the uh, law. I'll, I'll try and give you a couple links on the law. This was a spiritual law of request for my life path sevens. I love you guys. I hope you have a good night. All right, we'll talk soon. Don't forget to like share, subscribe, go ahead and leave me a comment. And if you want to donate to the channel or you want to work with me, all the links will be below. Thanks guys. Take care.